Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is episode number 78. I'm so excited to be joined by Misty Phillip. This is a two-part conversation. We are talking all about how God's grace is bigger than our struggles. And in part one, Misty shares some really exciting things about what she's doing right now. And she's just an incredible podcaster. She has the Rocket Podcast Community Um, It just opened. I'm super excited to tell you more about that. Um, She'll share more in the episode, but um, basically it's for new podcasters, which you guys know my heart is there too, Um, supporting new podcasters. And she has an incredible team and this is a membership community. I'm so excited for you to hear more about what she has to say. And Misty just really is an incredible woman of God. And she has so much to share with you all. She's an author. Her podcast is called By His Grace. I love her podcast. I love her message. I love how she just really loves God and really cares about shining his light in this world. And so I know you're going to love hearing from her. So without further ado, here is part one of my conversation with Misty Phillip. Welcome to the podcast, Misty. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. Yes. And everybody, if you don't know Misty Phillip yet, I know you're going to want to get to know her after this conversation. And she's a fellow podcast host. Her podcast is called By His Grace, which I think that title alone sells it. Um, And I just love everything you stand for. I love your declarations for women. I love that you really are genuine and you love Jesus. And I'm excited for you to talk with the listeners today about how God's grace is bigger than our struggles. And I would say a lot of us are struggling right now. A lot of us are home with little kiddos. Um, It feels really hard and it feels like a really big struggle that we can't overcome, but, but God is bigger than it. So I'm really excited for you to share with us today. And can you just start by introducing yourself, sharing a little bit about your ministry, the work you do, and also share about this exciting new project you've launched, your podcast membership group. Absolutely. So I am Misty Phillip. And like you said, first and foremost, I am a lover of Jesus Christ. I am married to an amazing man named Peter. And we have three boys who are grown. Our youngest is 18. um, And then we have a 21 year old and a 26 year old. So I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum of probably many of your listeners. Um, but Mm -hmm. when my uh, oldest son went to college, I went to college with him and they were like, okay, mom, this is really cute, but your job is done. And I went, (laughs) oh no, I'm going to drive my boys crazy if I don't have something else to do because I had spent, you know, I've spent the last 20 years homeschooling them. And so they were my full-time job and my everything. But then as they started to grow, um, I I started to realize that um, it was going to be really hard for me when they all left the house if I didn't have something else to do in the interim. And so I began, you know, praying and asking God and I had all of these difficult years at home with my kids because we didn't have a normal life and um, we had a lot of challenges and that led me to starting a blog 
And from there, I wrote a Bible study called The Struggle is Real, But So is God. And, um, and then I launched the podcast, the By His Grace podcast, to go along with that Bible study. And then from there, I started to see, wow, my podcast can reach people all over the world. And I started the first Christian podcast conference that happened this past February, and it was amazing, and everybody was excited, and then the coronavirus hit. Well, in the interim, I had been working with um, a gentleman who was a colleague in the industry who was serving Christian podcasters, and we joined forces to come together to um, to start this podcast community. So that's a little bit about who I am and the journey that I've been on. It's amazing, and I really love the idea of the podcast conference. Um, could you just talk about that a little bit? Because I think I do have um, fellow podcasters that listen and I think they'd love to learn more. Are you thinking of doing it again next year? And you know, how can people get involved? So yeah. amazing. Yeah. So the conference was so amazing. We decided to sell tickets for next year's conference at the conference and um it like i said it was at the end of february right before the coronavirus hit so it was really one of the last events that people were able to attend and it was amazing we had 150 people there from all over the united states it was held in houston texas we had podcasting hall of fame uh, people there we had people from the industry there we had um just an amazing group of Christian, uh, mostly women, some men, uh, but just people who had a heart for the Lord and for podcasting and sharing their God-given message. And there's just something really special when we come together and we're united in our passions and our purpose. And so, yeah, we're definitely planning to do it again. It's just a little bit tricky now that the coronavirus has happened in terms of when we will be able to um, to have the next one. So our goal was to do it in February of 2021, but I really just have to wait and see how things continue to unfold and where the Lord leads me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so your membership group, that is something that is definitely happening right now. And um, if people want to learn more, how can they do that and when does it reopen? Yeah, so the for the membership group, that is called Rocket Podcast Community. And mm -hmm. they can go to rocketpodcast.co is the website. And yeah, we're going to be launching again in the fall. We just closed the membership on May 1st so that we can focus in on the people that we have in our group. And what that looks like is we took the spark videos because we we videotaped the conference and we also have some other videos that that we have in the library so we have a content library and then every week we're interviewing a new person from the in industry to bring you the best of what's happening so best guest practices and streamlining your process and how to grow your podcast and how to monetize and just all of the different aspects of it. And so every week we're adding a masterclass 
to the library. And then we're also adding a mastermind. And so that's the really cool part where somebody gets on the hot seat. They get to talk about what they're working on, what's working for them and where they need help. And so then they have both Eric and I to speak into what they're doing, but then they also have the, the wealth of the information from the other people in the group who are um, there. And so we're united again in our purpose and our passion. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love it. <laughs> and I want to be a part of it one day. I told you, you know, this season is not the right one. And it's interesting how God definitely shows us when we ask him and ask him to enter into whatever we're going through. And, um, but I'm curious to see if the fall is the right time for me. So I'm praying about that because I think it's so cool what you're doing. And the mastermind aspect, I feel like that is really unique and just so powerful for other podcasters because not only have you been doing this for a while, you know, you're now entering in this whole new wave of podcasters who will then have other expertise and other tips and tricks and insights and the fact that you have, you know, these people in the industry that are experts, it's just, uh, I'm sure there's such a wealth of knowledge and this founding group. I'm so excited to see how it goes for them. And I know, I know it's going to be successful. Like it just has God's hand all over it. Same with the Spark Conference. So I'm excited to see where it goes, where it leads. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's, it's been a lot of fun, but you know, I'd like to let your listeners know, like this just didn't all happen overnight. You know, this mm -hmm. has been a process and you mentioned the season that you're in. There's no way when my boys were little or I was homeschooling that I would have been able to do this. And one of the things that I think that we compare our beginning to someone else's middle or to their, to their, you know, and, and so we really can't do that because, you know, we all have um, our season and our gifting and our calling and, and that changes. So for me, you know, I was a corporate career person and God called me out of that to come home, to homeschool my kids. And I was like, what you want me to do what? <laughs> um, and that was the best decision that I could have ever made. And I didn't think that there would be something after that. I thought, well, I'd go straight from that to being a grandma. Well, that didn't work out. And so, um, in the interim until I have a, a bunch of grandkids, uh, you know, I needed to fill my time somehow and I wanted it to be redemptive and to be able to serve the Lord. Um, I have a special needs son who lives at home and will probably be here long-term. So I needed something that I could do where I can still be with him and also um, be able to serve other people with this wealth of experience that I have. So I'll tell you a story about how I um, started, how I sort of got into this journey. My oldest son was training for the MS 150, which is a 150 mile bicycle race. He was in college mm -hmm. and he was working full time and he wasn't getting his rides in because he was in the honors college. He was studying a lot. There just wasn't a lot of time. He was commuting back and forth to school and work. And, and I was worried about him. And I said, Hey, you know, you haven't gotten a ride in. I, I'll, I'll go ride with you. And when I did, um, my youngest son had outgrown his bike. So what is you? do as a mom you're like okay son take my bike and so then I rode this other bike that we have that was a street bike that I wasn't familiar with that had um, 
the brakes were different and everything, but we went on this ride and I wasn't wearing a helmet cause I grew up not wearing a helmet, no big deal, right? It was just gonna be a leisurely ride. Well, my earbuds fell out of my ear and I thought they were gonna get caught in my tire. I pulled the brake instinctively. It was the front brake that I pulled. I didn't realize it and it catapulted me over the top of the bicycle. Now I wasn't wearing a helmet, so I put both arms out to brace my fall. And when I did, I completely snapped both of my arms. Mm. Um, Fast forward to being a, a, a wife and a mom at home in a house full of boys, unable to eat, unable to feed myself, to take care of them, to take care of myself, to brush my hair, to brush my teeth, to mm. bathe, to dress. Like I couldn't do anything. So the person who did everything for everybody else couldn't do anything. And it was during that time that God showed me you don't have to do anything because as a person who's really motivated type A, you know, like I can find my worth in getting everything done. And God just said, I love you, Misty. There's nothing you have to do for me. And that was so life-changing to me because I couldn't do anything for almost a year. I had wow. casts on both arms. But the thing I could do is I could pray and I prayed a lot and God really just spoke his love over me. And, um, and that's how I sort of got into this journey. And then, you know, every step along the way, it's like you said, it's like you put it before God and, and you just say, what is next for me? And, um, I have a fun story about the way the, the conference came to is I was actually writing my next book and, um, I had an agent that wanted to work with me and I was all excited and, and I was really trying to do what she wanted to do with the book. Now I'd already written 40,000 words, which is an entire book. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And I was trying to change it to, to make it the way she wanted. And I was making myself sick. I mean, I was physically getting so stressed out over it. And my husband came to me and he said, baby, why would you do that? You have this amazing podcast that's doing so good and you're reaching people all over the world. Why don't you focus in on your podcast? And I was like, Oh, he's right. He goes, you're just flattered to have an agent. And I was like, Oh, he's so right. And so <laughs> I just felt a little defeated and I got in the bathtub and locked myself in the bathroom. So I can have a moment with God. And I just really began to pour out my heart to him and say, God, where does my gifting and my calling line up in this season of my life? Mm. Because I have a mastermind group that meets at my home. And I love that. I have, um, a hundred people in from the Houston area that are in the group. And I probably have about 15 people every month that come sit around my farm table and they're authors and speakers wow. and bloggers and podcasters. And I encourage them and share life with them. And, and I, I love that. And I also run the Christian women in media group for Houston. And I love that mm. too. That's a whole other thing, but I'm also in my final year of homeschooling and I have the special needs son and I have the podcast. So it's like, where do all of these these things intersect for such a time as this. And God put the conference on my heart. 
And I was like, really God? And then I was like, oh my gosh, there's not one. And I was like, how cool would it be to gather a bunch of people together who love Jesus and want to learn more about podcasting and want to be better? And what kind of connections could we make? And so my tagline for that is sparking conversations for the kingdom. Um, because I know that when we're together um, and we just have that synergy that you get uh, when you're around um, people that have similar passions. And so that's kind of how all of that uh, was birthed. So I guess one of the things I'd like to say to the, to your audience is, you know, be kind to yourself, have grace with yourself, especially when you're in a season of motherhood. It is it's hard. I mean, mm -hmm. it just is. It's busy yes. and it's hard and the days are long, but the years go by so fast. I mean, I blinked and my boys were grown. And so I don't regret focusing on them all those years. Um, so just be gracious and kind to yourself in the process because it's, um, it's a journey and uh, God's there with you and he's going to help you through no matter what you're going through, but just be kind to yourself in the process. And you don't have to, you know, when I started homeschooling, I tried to teach my kids everything they needed to know. And we were doing Latin and we were doing, you know, the, <laughs> the newest math out of Singapore and we were doing all of these things. And I met somebody who just said, just love your babies, you know, sit on the couch mm. with them and read to them. And just, you don't have to teach them everything they need to know when they're four. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Oh, I connect with that so much. And I love that your husband pointed something out because I totally think that husbands can see things that, that we can't, and they're such gifts to us. Um, sometimes there's been times where my husband has shot down an idea and I felt like, wait, that's not, that's not fair or wait, you don't understand. And then it's interesting later, it comes back around and I realize, wait, he saw something I didn't see. So I think that's the importance of, you know, where you have this community, this mastermind, this group of like-minded Christians to really be there as a mirror, like like, is this God's will for you? Is this his path? And just kind of to reflect something that you probably already know in your heart. Yeah. I mean, he, he's put so much there in our heart. If we tap into his wisdom and it says in the Bible, if we seek, we will find. That's right. And so I also think that God gives us, you know, maybe a husband or a friend or, you know, someone we're working with in a professional setting to just kind of be that mirror to further God's kingdom and to be there with us in our struggles. And, you know, I think we can forget that God has so much grace for us in these struggles and current struggle right now would be a lot of us are quarantined at home and I'm in California and there's no end date in sight. Yeah. And, you know, for us young moms, that feels very heavy. Yeah. But what's interesting is that nothing's too big for God. I mean, any of these big struggles that we feel, they look like this huge mountain to us. And we feel like, oh, I can't climb that mountain. It's too far. It's too high. I don't see the other side. What's even on the other side? And so I think when we give our struggles to God, you know, like your, your book says, you know, God is bigger than our struggles. So could you speak to that a little bit? Because you wrote a, a Bible study about this, right? So yeah. 
you have a few things to say. And I think a lot of people listening will love to hear what you have to say, me included. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny because um, the, the Bible study and writing the Bible study was really a step of obedience for me. Mm-hmm. And it took me three years to write it because God was still working on me as I was writing the study. And when I launched it, it was relevant, but even more so today, actually this week, it, it, we were celebrating one year of the study. Um, it's been mm-hmm. out for a year and it's even more poignant now. I can look back and go, wow, God. Okay, don't go yet. If you have a few more minutes, keep on listening to my conversation with Misty. Part two is ready for you.